where two almost adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown-up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. Today, we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day and all things related to love, friendship, relationships, and romance. Firstly, yeah, but first, let's get to a life update and our current obsessions. Cheyenne, kick us off. Yeah. Um, so in the last week and a half-ish since we've recorded, my parents left Boston and they're now quarantining safely at home in Malaysia. They were here for like about three months-ish. Um, it was a long time, but it was nice to spend time with them. Yeah. I also turned 23. Wow. Yay. <laughs> I feel old um, because I'm still like active in Kappas and I'm like interacting with freshmen and stuff. And I just feel so old every time we do intros and I'm like, hi, I'm a fifth year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was a good celebration. I had dinner with my parents on the night of my birthday. And then I had a game night with some friends on the weekend. Um. And then I've also been going back to the gym slowly and I went to a few spin classes. That was fun. Um, and then the biggest, I mean, most iconic, more, most known update is that we had a huge snowstorm. Um, it was like over two feet of snow and people couldn't go anywhere. So it was wild. I don't think I've seen that much snow, like yeah. maybe ever. Wow. Yeah. I kind of wish I was there just to see it. Yeah. I mean, it was cute for the first five seconds. And then it was like, mm, we don't like it. <laughs> Did you go outside and like play in it? Yeah. Stuff? I mean, we like went outside a little bit. Like I shoveled with Kenny and like Kenny literally went out to shovel and it was already about like a foot and a half. And he like cleared the pathway at his apartment. And then like a few hours later, he went out again and it was like already replenished. Like it filled back up almost wow. to the top. And I was like, what though so but yeah so it was much. Crazy. I remember when I was in Atlanta like two weeks ago and there was snow I was so excited because that was the first yeah. snow of all winter that I've seen maybe mm. I'll get to see some because maybe. I'm going to Boston Woo! yes we yes. should record an episode in person oh, yeah, we an should. episode or two yeah um exciting it's my birthday at the end of the month and you chen got me the tickets thank you oh cute yeah he said he'll get them for me valentine's day gift (laughs) no my birthday my birthday birthday gift yeah because i was gonna go visit him but he's so busy working and yeah he's taking a week off in the beginning of march to go to new york um by himself to like hang out with the tea guys or whatever okay okay community um interesting and so because like that first week of March he's so busy like that last week of February which is like my birthday he's like working the whole time because like he bunched up like chefs so that he could have that week off um so I couldn't really come like if I went to him I'd pretty much just be like staying at home all the time yeah I just feel like it's a waste of a like whole trip. trip Yeah. Yeah. So I'll plan on visiting him in the beginning of March, like when he comes back. And then I'll just Mm -hmm. go and visit my friends. And, you know, I didn't even think of that as an option because the price of the flight would be like expensive. Yeah. But now that I actually have it, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. It'll be so nice to see everyone. Yeah. Cause like it wasn't even an option for me to go visit just because of the price and how it would be expensive. But, now I'm like actually it's actually a good idea I don't know why I didn't think of it'll be worth it yeah I'm just really scared of like the cold because like I've been in Florida this whole time like I get cold when it's like 10 degrees Celsius so like Uh I'm going to like be in shock (laughs) you can use my clothes (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be going out much anyway, um, yeah. but we'll see. Like, probably just hanging out at other people's houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. who even goes out in February? Like, 
like do you go out and do stuff except for school (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just remember those months in Boston it's like you just go so long without like an outing (laughs) yep yeah yeah it's just not practical like in the cold yeah definitely so it's not the ideal time to visit either um, but it'll be nice. Yeah, it'll um, be fun. Yeah. I need to stop saying um. I'm sick of hearing myself saying um. Like, <laughs> say um one more time, Annie. Yeah. As I was saying, why is it so hard not to say um? I know. <laughs> I want to get back into working out again. This is so unlike mm-hmm. me to not work out at least once a week. Yeah, but I've just been so busy helping my aunt with her work and her house. It's just so much to manage. Yeah. And I realized lately that like I came to this like epiphany the other day that my self-care has really just fallen off. Like I just have no sense of like personal care, which is not like me because I have really bad anxiety and I need those things to like maintain my levels mm-hmm. of anxiety so I need to get back into like having hobbies like yeah. I haven't done a hobby in great my birth control and medicine alarm <laughs> um, anyway I haven't maintained my hobbies very well like I don't even do things for fun anymore including working out which I used to do yeah. um I don't spend days alone where I do things that I want. Like, I just don't have time for myself. I don't journal. I don't do anything. So yeah. it's time to, you know, get back into the groove of things similar to your goal from last episode, mm-hmm. but also my word from last episode, like acceptance, just actually accepting that, you know, I'm probably going to be living in Florida for a while and yeah. start my life here and to stop thinking that it's temporary. Like, yeah, I'm ready to start finding like maybe a church or like a small group to go to and like actually start making friends and connections because like I don't want to see this as temporary anymore yeah like it's been like seven six months of quote temporary like I could have made like so many mm-hmm. I, I mean it's like hindsight's twenty twenty. not saying yeah. that I could have made so exactly. many friends but imagine if I had not been in that mindset my friends would have been six months long already so Mm -hmm. yeah time to start now yeah and like you know part of acceptance is creating these habits again in this new environment so I think like once you start doing that it'll all come together and it'll all like you know feel more present rather than temporary yeah and I think for a while like I didn't even let myself purchase certain things such as like a dish to put my rings in them or like something like that yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to move soon. I'm going to move soon. Yeah. And so like, I would limit myself from feeling like I was at home in mm-hmm. any place that I was at. Like, I didn't let myself buy a yoga mat for like months and months on end. Yeah. Even though that's something I would use like almost like every, every day. day. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, what's the point of buying it? Like, you're just going to have to ship it. But I think now at this point, like, I'm just going to buy things that are going to make me feel comfortable and yeah. as settled as I can be even if it's just like stupid purchases and hopefully that will like make me feel better. I don't yeah. know. No, I think it will. And I don't think they're stupid if they're going to help you like feel at home. So yeah, I am mean to myself saying stupid. Yeah. It's just, I feel materialistic. But I think like, it's like, it's point. not, yeah, but it's not that simple. I think like there's a difference between materialistic and finding like, you know, you're, only happiness comes from material items versus like you literally are not you don't feel like you're at home right now you know you don't have like any stability in your environment so I don't think this would qualify as materialistic I think this is more like a sense of belonging and a sense of comfort that's true yeah I think there's a difference like the other day I got command hooks to put at the friend's house that we're staying at and I was so happy I could hang my yeah. towel. Like, Aww. but before I didn't let myself buy them because I was like, you're moving out of this place in a month. Like, don't put up a command hook. Right. And I was like, screw this. Like, I'm just going to buy it because I want to hang up stuff. And yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> no, that's good. Yes. That was a long Love rant that for you. 
<laughs> Let's get into obsessions. Yes. Um, well, both of us, Annie got me on the wave of euphoria. So even before we started recording, we had like a 20 minute convo about yes. euphoria and the latest episode. <laughs> but it's a know, must. Without, yeah. Without, you know, getting into the whole episode being about euphoria. It's just great. You know, it's just an amazing show. I personally support it. I know there's a lot of like controversial, like, you know, them being in high school and like over-sexualization and like, you know, drugs and everything. But I think it's still tasteful and intentional. So yeah. Another show that, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that I think it's tasteful and not glamorized I don't think it's glamorized yeah because I like their shit yeah yeah and like also they always you know talk about addiction they always talk about like the negativity of all of it it's not like haha drugs are cool like let's do it every day you know it's like you're seeing her life fall apart because of addiction yes and another reason I love the show so much I've said time and time again is because like there's no one true villain in the show. Like there's yes. not one character that like you hate. If anything, you can hate all of the characters because yes. all of them are crazy and like toxic. And the thing is with this show though, is not like, oh, you just hate all the characters and you walk away angry, but you learn to empathize with individuals who might be in a different situation than you. And you can yes. almost like see why they are the way they are, you know? So I think it's like a very insightful show that does it sheds light on a lot of things that people don't talk about yeah the one thing I wish more of though is like a little bit more diversity like I wish yeah, there was like sure. an Asian character just thrown in there like if they have season, like <laughs> if they have season three I really hope they explore more like yeah. different cultures because like now we're seeing a very like westernized view of like yeah, drugs and parties sure. Yeah. And like, I know Maddie, like her mom speaks Spanish, but like, yeah. that's it. You know, that's all the diversity we get, you know, <laughs> yes. there's like Rue being half black, yeah. and, you know, Ali, but it's really not, they're not the focus, like the cultural aspects aren't the focus of it. So yeah. But yeah. there's like a meme about, you know, if there is an Asian pe- Asian kid in the school, they would look take one look at the friend group and be like, we're transferring you out. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, for real. But there's always the wild child who slips through. So yes, true. it's feasible. Get us an ABG. <laughs> <laughs> and cheer you were talking about. Oh, yeah. That's the other show that I have been binging. Um, absolutely love it. I have I haven't finished the episode yet about Jerry so I'm still like almost done with the second season but not quite but simply amazing like cheer reminds me so much of you know like when I was on a dance team and like it felt like the world was that team you know like that was the only thing I really cared about and I miss like being part of a like group like that where you're working towards like a performance And then once it's done, you're just like so prideful and, you know, I mean, we never competed, so we definitely didn't have the same like competitivity that they do. And like our skill level was way lower than like, you know, what they're doing in cheer, but it's just such a good show. And I think like, it also sheds light on like lower income families and the situations Mm -hmm. they're in and like how much a community can do for these kids, you know, like some of them, the coach is their only mother figure, right? Parental figure. And that's just like so impactful to see. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like, you know, I think the biggest thing I look for in shows is like new perspectives. And if I can empathize with someone else and apply that to like real life. And next time I meet someone who might be in a similar situation, I have a little bit more in my back pocket to understand them, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why I love shows like these. Yeah. I really like the direction that the show goes after the Jerry episode. Mm, I'm excited to see it. Yes. Um, My obsessions, like I haven't really had time to watch shows lately. So that isn't something I'm into, surprisingly. Like I usually am a very shows type of person, but I have just been keeping up with Euphoria. Um, I have more items that I'm obsessed with. I have really been liking eating chips 
and Tostito salsa. Ooh, that yummy. combo, like I had this random craving and now it's just like fitting like very good yeah. lately. Like I get it, you know, here and there when I go to the supermarket. So definitely recommend that if you haven't had it in a while, it's pretty good. Yeah. I feel like it um, always like fulfills a craving. Yeah. It's like a crunchy like flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying not to say, um, (laughs) got it. You got it. Since Florida has been pretty cold lately, surprisingly, because Mm -hmm. of that snowstorm in Boston, I got these pants from Uniqlo. They're like the skims pants dupes. They're like the fluffy pants. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, no. I have them right here. Oh yeah. It's like, it's like these. Oh. Like it's all fluff. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, these yeah, yeah. at Uniqlo for like $20 or like $15. Whoa, so nice. if you want like super warm sleep pants, you should yeah. go get, get one. Oh my gosh. And I will be getting this purchase soon. I really, really want these shoes. It's the Converse 70s. It's okay. basically the Converse with kind of a platform and an upgraded design. Uh. I think they're called the Commerce Chuck 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I really want to get it in the parchment color. Ooh. Yes, I I asked Ellison to get them for me for Oh, is that birthday. like the, the off-white? Mm-hmm. Mm. I like them because they have more of a platform, and I think they would match a lot of my outfits. Yeah, the logo is cha- it's different where it's black and white instead of like black, oh. red, and blue, which is their original Converse. Right, and it's just more elevated. And I've seen some TikToks. I don't know if I want the white or the black, maybe the pink, but I think I'm gonna what, go with the off white. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. no, just like the overall color of the shoe, because I do want to branch out with shoe colors, but yeah. I also like do want a shoe that I can make the most out of. Like maybe I have these staples first and then yeah, I'll have some colored shoes thrown in there. I'm looking at the Converse website right now. <laughs> I'm just looking yeah. at which one. Oh, these Aren't are they cool. Cute? I like the like, yeah, they're very unique. Yeah, they're really, really cute. They, they like sell that. out like crazy. Like, like the black um, Chuck 70s are in back order. Like you can't get them yet. Yeah. Like they're all sold out. They have like a yellow pair that's completely sold out. They had a green pair that was so popular. It's on like StockX now or something because you can't oh, even really? get it on. Yeah, you can't even get it on the website. Which like style would you get? Like just the plain one? Probably, like- yeah, just the plain one. There's like the suede. Oh, yeah. this one's just like straight up Chuck 70. And like my future, future mm. shoe purchase, when I start making a bit more money, I want to get, I don't know why I've like been into shoes lately. I want to get the Nike, what is it? Nike Dunks or what is it? Yeah, I heard. Oh, Jordans, those. like the Jordans with like a cool colorway. I would love a yeah. pair just so cool with like jeans and like there was a drop like yesterday you know the nike dunks yeah they have like a valentine's day drop soon Uh, for for the dunks it's like a pink colorway yes if you want a pink shoe another pink shoe i already have a pink shoe i like don't know why recently i've been so drawn to pink shoes like i didn't even notice it but like my running shoes are pink and then my um the air forces that i got were like the pink ones um but yeah anyway yeah this part has been a huge update but we haven't talked in a while so yes Um, get into the topic cool so we're talking about valentine's day but it might not Mm -hmm. be like what you expect because i feel like a lot of podcasts talk about like oh my god i love valentine's day (laughs) but i feel like uh, no (laughs) (laughs) um so firstly have you ever celebrated valentine's day um, I think when I moved to America, Valentine's Day was celebrated a lot more and that really shocked me. Mm-hmm. But back in Vietnam, not really. Yeah. I've never actually celebrated it on the actual day. 
because it's usually random, like a random day of the week. So it's not even convenient. What about you? I mean, same. I like, honestly, maybe I just forget because like I've learned that I'm kind of forgetful, but (laughs) um, I don't really remember any iconic like Valentine's Days in the past. Um, Yeah. The last one I celebrated with Kenny, we had like a picnic at home and it was very nice. We like made a pizza on like the Whole Foods dough we got some cheesecake that we didn't even end up eating because we were so full. But we got like a bunch of food and ate like a picnic indoors at home because it was like COVID time. So we didn't know we could go outdoors and be safe. (laughs) But yeah, honestly, other than that, like, I do apologize if you celebrated Valentine's Day with me and I just forget. I mean, not that I don't think any of those people are listening. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Um, last Valentine's Day, I think we just made a steak dinner and we ate it in my pajamas, like literally Mm. with no effort at all. Like I was wearing my pajamas and we were eating my steak, the steak dinner we cooked. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's a good excuse to like do whatever you want, like related to the relationship. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, I mean, we're going to go into it later, but like, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, if Valentine's Day is like the only day you're, you know, doing something special or whatever. And like also from my perspective right now, like I definitely want to prioritize like going on more dates and spending more one on one time Mm -hmm. with Kenny because I've been really busy. Like both of us have been busy. So it's been hard to have that like alone time. But yeah. Anyway, I think for me. I don't want to care about Valentine's Day, but I do, mm. unfortunately. Like, I kind of hate admitting it, but I think, not that I care about it, but I want to know that, you Chen, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I want to know that that person actually thought of me that day. Yeah. Whether that's and like, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I think that's reasonable. And like, I don't think, you know, you should say like, oh, I care about it, unfortunately, because, you know, it's fine to have like expectations. I think mm-hmm. it's just like, about, you know, com- communicating and like being explicit about those expectations, yeah. which goes into like our next point. <laughs> yes. But um, we wanted to talk about like the phrase, if he wanted to, he would. Mm-hmm. Which... I think like, yeah, like, I mean, you wrote this in our notes, but like, I get what it means. Like, oh yeah. Like if, you know, some people are just so romantic and they Mm -hmm. like have the desire to express their love in certain ways, but like leaving that all up to your partner is like then eliminating the importance of like communication right Mm -hmm. and I think for me I've learned over my past relationships and like friendships that explicit communication is so important yeah and if you're just leaving it to like oh if they wanted to like show effort then they totally would you know like taking it away from relationships like with friendships like obviously both of us have so many friends like abroad and they're not in the same country as you And just because we don't talk every day doesn't mean I don't want to, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like placing, again, that expectation, like non-verbalizing, like, oh, maybe one of my best friends, like, would love to catch up, like, at least once a week or every day or something like that. But they never express that. So then them thinking that I don't reach out to them means I don't want to be friends with them anymore, right? So it's just like, it adds this layer of, like, miscommunication, I think. but yeah, what are your thoughts? I think that a holiday like this, you do need to express your needs because if you get into an argument about something like, oh, you should have gotten me flowers, like you should have gotten me chocolate, yeah. like that's an underlying issue in your relationship. It's not the fact that he didn't get you flowers and chocolate. It means so much more than just yeah. like the literal item that you get. It's more, you know, for girls, it's typically it's more about like the thought that matters and like that they actually thought of you. So I think it's important to express to your partner that, you know, if you 
do expect or want something, just be like, hey, like typically on Valentine's Day, you know, I would really appreciate it if yeah, like you could show your appreciation for me. And that could be like getting me flowers. Like it does sound literal and it does mm-hmm. kind of take the surprise out of it. But I think if you mention it like once or twice, like yeah. if your partner really cares, they will remember this and try to make yes. an effort. Oh my God. That's the biggest thing. I mean, yeah. not to get into a whole rant, but <laughs> to me, like I get that, you know, you can't remember every detail of a conversation, mm-hmm. but I felt that like, you know, I had expressed things multiple times. And if someone doesn't remember then you know what you're saying like the thought isn't there you know they didn't take mm-hmm. the effort to remember and I was just like what like I literally told you so many times like you know even if you want to be surprised and you like surprises yeah not saying that you like surprises isn't going to ruin the element of surprise for the actual thing that they do yes right so like saying things like oh I wish you would just like you know surprise me or like show up at my door or something I mean obviously mm-hmm. for me that's ridiculous because I'm always busy and like you don't know yeah. where I'm going to be but just as an example, you know, like, oh, like, I wish you just like, send me something like unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think that's very reasonable. And, you know, meaningful, if your partner remembers that, and then executes on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, you should always be an example as well. Because like, if you expect mm-hmm. your partner to do things for you, like, you better be remembering the important dates to them. And yeah. like, showing the fact that you meet their needs. Yeah, especially for kind of more holiday events like this. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, you know, aside from this, mm-hmm. um, I think Valentine's Day is all about capitalism. And yes, it is. <laughs> I sound like a grumpy single person, even though I'm the biggest serial monogamist in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just think it's stupid, like, I personally don't like chocolate or candy, so it means nothing to me. Um, but it's just like dumb, like media representation of like you have to have a Valentine's Day or you're a loser, like loner, you know, like singles party for all the sad and lonely people. Like I think it's stupid. That being said, I do like the movie Valentine's Day, so <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's just my thoughts funny because it's my major literally my job (laughs) is marketing and like getting people to buy stuff like this on holidays but you know it is capitalism and unfortunately we feed into it in many ways including valentine's day i don't like chocolate either what me and you chen are doing this year actually um is we're just gonna get each other a 20 dollar gift and then open it on valentine's day and have like a virtual date yeah that's nice yeah like something we'll actually use because I was like don't get me chocolate and stuff because I'm not going to eat it so get me something that I will like and it's overpriced anyway yeah yeah Yeah. I I do love say like no go ahead yeah what are you gonna say no I think you're gonna say the same thing as me oh (laughs) I was gonna say that I love that it is a day to celebrate love and friendships and it is meaningful and it is cute, but I don't think we should give it more meaning than it has to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think going back to like, you know, expectations and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like putting so much weight on things like this, I think, I mean, I used to do it like in high school and stuff because I didn't know any better, but I think it just makes things more complicated And especially with things like social media and like TikTok and, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I'm guilty. I follow relationships.usa on Instagram, (laughs) but it's just like seeing videos like that and comparing yourself to like perfect couples or what you think is perfect couples. Mm -hmm. And again, like they don't talk about, oh, well, maybe on the video, they're so lovey-dovey, but maybe they fight all the time, which is like very normal, right? But you don't see that and you're not comparing yourself with that. So you're then thinking that your relationship is not good enough or whatever. And like seeing maybe even your friends and stuff like posting the cute stuff in the relationship, but not like 
you know, sharing the truth or not even the truth. Like you don't have to share all your private conversations, but just like the reality of a relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Like a holiday like this, honestly, it reminds me so much of my birthday because Mm -hmm. I think I talked about it a few episodes back where I would cry every year on my birthday because I was like so sad about like how my expectations weren't met and like I would overhype that day so much and then it would come and I would feel like this weird sadness around my birthday I know other people can relate to this it's not just me because I have heard about it from other people but it does it is about like feeling like you compare yourself like oh this person for their birthday like they look like they had so much fun like why am I why do I feel like I have no friends like whereas like on their social media like what if they're not even close Mm -hmm. to anyone that they hung out with for that birthday dinner or like if I'd go out to like with two friends for a birthday which this year I'm only gonna go meet with two people like a few years ago I would have been like that's so sad like I only have two friends like I don't have a community of people that like I could go have a birthday dinner with like it's just Mm -hmm. stupid thoughts like that and it reminds me so much of like also holidays like Valentine's Day and like comparing and like setting expectations as well yeah no I I totally get that Mm -hmm. and like sometimes I'm like I don't really have any expectations for Valentine's Day. And I was thinking, I was like, is that sad? Does that mean like, I've never really had a like amazing Valentine's? Like, I literally Mm -hmm. don't know where it comes from. But I think it's like not sad. I think I like it better that way because I would prefer that than like, you know, wanting it to be this huge day. And like, like you said, it's always like in the middle of the week, like this awkward day. It doesn't really make sense. And I would rather not, place more expectation on relationships than there needs to be so yes I agree I I think like just keep your expectations to a medium and if you have needs for any events like this just express it I think the only time I'll have high expectations is my engagement it better be perfect yes no (laughs) say wait for me I'm like if there's not a dog involved I don't want it like if there's not not a professional photographer (laughs) no literally dude yeah yeah you better document my tier I better know so I can get my nails done like Mm -hmm. come on (laughs) everything needs to line up the nails better be snatched yeah honestly what kind of this is not even like on our document what kind of engagement do you want like do you want a big public one or like a private intimate one? You know, I've thought, I've actually thought about my engagement a lot because, you know, I've been dating you 10 for a long time now. And like, I'm almost 23. Like, you know, we're at that age mm-hmm. where you start kind of thinking about it. Um, not saying that we're going to get engaged soon. It's just something that yeah. I think about. Yeah. Um, I think I, I would like a like intimate, engagement but it's not just the two of us like right like there's some people there like it's not like in our house like that's a no for me but also like yeah yeah. don't propose to me like in front of like the golden gate bridge where like everyone is there like I also don't want that like I think what I would Mm -hmm. like is probably like a beach proposal where or like Mm. something like a very nice like view or like scenery and then like maybe some friends like probably just my closest friends and mm-hmm. his closest friends and then like a good photographer like it doesn't have to be professional yeah. but like don't give me an iPhone picture please yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no literally like this Christmas break like I was supposed to go photograph for like an engagement right like a yeah friend. and I was like I packed every single camera equipment I had <laughs> I packed my DSLR I packed my GoPro I packed my vlog yes. camera I just got the iPhone 13 Pro or what is it called I don't know whatever I got the new iPhone you know I was ready and I was like all right I'm gonna get everyone else's phones too so we get every single possible angle because I am not missing a yeah. single detail and then it got canceled because of COVID but 
they still got engaged, you know, love that for them. But I just was not involved. And I was disappointed. I was like, yo, this is my time to like, show what I can do, you know, and like, yeah, but whatever. I think in two years, my ideal engagement might change. Two to three years. We'll see. What about you? I want to hear. I don't know. I feel like I flip flop a lot because sentimentally I would like a more intimate you know like you said maybe on the beach somewhere special to us or like on a hike because like Mm -hmm. I started getting into hiking a lot or like camping you know outdoorsy stuff I've gotten really into outdoorsy stuff and I've really come into my adventure identity but I also like I'm a huge performer and I love dancing so I've always fantasized about like the flash mob engagement Mm -hmm. like I love watching those like they make me so happy and excited and like especially when it's like all the best friends are involved and like especially because oftentimes they're not dancers right so they just like learn a dance to show like oh you know usually the bride or the person being proposed to like is a dancer and then Mm -hmm. it's like a cute you know oh we tried to do your thing for you so I, I do like the idea of that but I think realistically like I wouldn't want, you know, a flash mob in Disney World. Like, I don't want something cheesy. Like, maybe if it was, like, a funny, small flash mob. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, um, yeah. I don't know. I I flip-flop between the two. I think as I get older, I will let go of the big performance type thing. But Mm -hmm. it's always there in the back of my head. You know, I think our ideal engagement would be, like, a scavenger hunt where all your friends are involved yeah. and then it would end in like a private moment with like oh that would be cute other. Yeah. no that's, that's like really both. nice I like that yeah now, I remember yeah. we used to get like so into promposals in high school yeah because like you could win right you could win a prize oh and so people got like so extreme they would like go to their house and put all these flower petals and candles and like scavenger hunts and like you have to drive to different places and stuff like that but yeah we never did I never did something that much the biggest thing I did was like dress in our panther mascot suit and like go say hi (laughs) and that's like holding a sign (laughs) love that (laughs) that was it yeah anyway Anyway, tangent aside, back to our original plan. Um, switching gears a little from the mm-hmm. romantic, we wanted yes. to talk about the ick. Yes. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> pretending that me and Annie go on dates because, you know, I mean, yes. first dates, not like just dates, like first dates meeting new people. Mm-hmm. So really, like, we're just pulling this out of our ass because I personally have not had the um not pleasure what's the opposite like I have not had the sad experience of having to experience all of this at a date but if I did let's explain what ick is first so yes for people who don't know what an ick is it's basically something that someone else does like basically someone that you're on a date with that Mm -hmm. disgusts you or is a complete turnoff it can be anything yeah. where they go from like, oh, we're having really good conversation and they're really cute to like, that's a no for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a couple things. Let's fire okay, them. My first one. First one is if they talk over me. Like, listen, I get I talk a lot. I'm very extroverted. But, like, if you're going to talk over me, and not by accident, you know, like, it's very natural, like, even Mm -hmm. in our podcast, we'll accidentally talk over each other. But, like, constantly interrupting or, like, in a way that makes it feel like their opinion means more, like, uh, goodbye. (laughs) Or interrupting to talk about themselves. Like, or, like, trying to switch the conversation to be about them. Yeah. That's just a no. Like, who who said the world revolved around you? Who? Yes. The next thing is picking your teeth, your nose. That's just, like, kind of disgusting. Yeah. Like, I, like, maybe if we're comfortable, but, like, not 
on a first date. Like that's yeah, what would turn like not me when off you don't a know lot. Them. Yes, no. and yes, bad. Like, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> oh, and bad table manners. Yeah, but like just in general, yeah. like bad table manners, like smacking your food like in a public restaurant like again I think like these type of things are whatever when you're close to each other and like mm-hmm. you're already dating maybe and it's like yeah you can let loose and you don't have to always be on like yeah. at the dinner table but like if I'm just meeting you and you're gonna you know lean back in your chair and like you know not care or, yeah you know play with your food or I don't know just like typical table manners stuff or like especially if they're rude to the waiters uh-uh. yes Mm-mm. definitely if you do not treat service workers well it's over like, yeah. honestly like people who send back their food like unless it's like actually trash and they send back then it may yeah. be okay but if it's like they send back their food like it does make me feel a bit it's like, like not warm <laughs> I mean not hot like it does make me feel like some type of way you know like yeah. are you going Karen right now like mm-hmm. it depends though on what's being yeah. sent back yeah. sometimes it's no, reasonable yeah no I had this one time where like I was in Maine with Kenny and we went to we just did like a a day trip I think we didn't stay mm-hmm. But we went to this restaurant and got seafood and stuff. And like, I honestly, I think this is such a Gen Z thing where like we're scared to send back our food because we don't want to like be a hassle. No, definitely. And like, I mean, it was reasonable. There's like a hair on my food, right? So that you can send back. That is kind of disgusting. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, it's whatever. I could just pick it out. But then um, I just like, I put it on the side of the plate and um. I guess I like mustered up the courage and I was like oh hi like it's not a big deal like I don't care um but I just wanted to tell you like there's a hair and the waiter like was so nice he like he was like that's disgusting <laughs> let me take that right now like, get that out of your face that is so gross like ew and I was like oh no it's literally fine like I get it you know it happens all the time don't worry about it and he's like no this is unacceptable that lunch without a doubt is on us like I will not oh. make you pay like anything for that like blah, blah. and I was like oh my god stop I'm so embarrassed and oh everyone is looking at us yeah <laughs> yeah but no I the mean, hair is disgusting yeah. because like you don't know where it's from I think that's the yeah. most disgusting thing yeah. about it um here's fine if it's like yeah it just doesn't taste good like I'm not sure about that because it's yeah. not like they can change it you know what I exactly, mean exactly yeah like just or keep like, it to yourself yeah sometimes it's like I mean I get it if it's like a steak and it comes out well done of course you're gonna send that back because you can't eat it yes but like one of them that you know my mom does shout out I mean not shout out I'm so sorry um <laughs> if it's like eggs benedict and it's not like perfectly runny she'll send it back and I'm like no don't look at me I'm not here <laughs> I'm like ah. yeah but anyway I think we're just like people pleasers too so yeah it's definitely know. generational like younger yes. people are so much less likely to send stuff back yes but anyway definitely anyway yeah. our other points um overly touching yourself just in mm-hmm. any sort of manner that's just a no yeah. or touching me you better not be yes. touching me at all. <laughs> yeah, especially first they, date. Like, you don't, yes. I don't know you like that. Yes. Yeah. Or like clearly not paying attention to, you know, what the activities we're doing or mm-hmm. they're always preoccupied. Like, again, I think once you've established a relationship, of course, yeah. I'm not going to be like, don't take out your phone in front of me. Like, I'm yeah, not, you know, I do that all the time. I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. But I think like if it's a first date or like, you're just getting to know each other unless they tell you like, oh, I'm expecting a call or like, mm-hmm. you know, I need to do something, whatever. Like, of course I'll understand, but if it's yeah. just like, oh, they're checking social media or like playing a game mm-hmm. at a date, I would be like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, am I boring? Like, I will leave, you know? Yeah. I could talk forever. Am I boring? Mm-hmm. Like, do I not have fun stories? <laughs> yep. Yep. Another one is if a hobby or something that they do or are in is their identity. Yeah. So 
for example, Greek life is their identity. Yeah. Being a frat boy, being a finance bro, working in tech is their whole identity. Um, going and, like, out surfing. That's all they talk about. Surfing, dude. Like, the water is my second home. <laughs> like, that is... Maybe some girls are into that, actually. Yeah. But me, Like, no. if you have the same interest, I, yes. I get it, you know? Maybe if it's, like, you say a little bit, but then if you start acting like it's your whole life, then maybe no. Yeah. I think it's, me, like, though. no, no, no. I think it's that, like, not, oh, you know, they're really passionate about their hobby. Yes. I think it's, like, when they speak in boat metaphors. And you're, like, hmm? <laughs> what you know um, that actually brings up another ick for me it's that they talk like they're smarter than you like they purposely yeah. will like use specific Man's terms playing. like for instance yes if they're in real estate like they're gonna talk like they know better than you or like something like mm-hmm. that you know what I mean yeah no I do yeah or it's like I don't know I have this weird thing of I'm not trying to be smarter than everyone. You know, I know I'm not the smartest one in the room, but I get really annoyed when like my partner acts like they're smarter than me and that I'm just like a fool. You know, I'm just dumb. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also because like, you know, I'm still in college. Like all my relationships have been in the context of an academic like mm-hmm. place. So it's very natural to like compare that type of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like maybe it's not about intellect and like academic smarts, but I can't be with someone who's like not able to hold the same like emotional intelligence as I have. True. Like if we can't talk deeply, then I really can't like connect. But yeah. not to the point where like, you know, one or the other is very clearly like looking down upon the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Our last few is just not acknowledging the bill. I know this is kind of controversial because people think that, you know, guys should pay on the first date. But I think who should actually pay is who initiated it. So if you invited them, you probably at least acknowledge it, even if you have the idea of splitting it, like, at least just be like, look, like, I know I invited you to this date, like, what do you yeah. think about splitting it or like something like that? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I think like not just assuming, I don't know. Like if they don't even like touch the bill, I would be like. No, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the tone and the vibe. <laughs> it's the yeah. vibe that they give off when the bill comes yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, I think also though, like the opposite is like, if they just assume that you're not going to pay, exactly. I would be like. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you think I'm like, "Mm, what? Like, I don't know. It's a tough topic because, you know, expecting the guy to pay is, you know, arguably misogynistic in itself. But at the same time, I'm like, well, also, how do you know I can pay? Or how do you know I can't pay? Anyway, I don't know. It's it's a gray area. (laughs) I know. We need to go on more dates to talk fully about this. Um, you know, but we, I can't say I've been on a single date with a stranger. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever been on a date either. But I was going to say that what we are good at is looking for green flags in our partners. Yes, that's one thing we can do. Yeah. Yep. So, so our first one, we I keep think, like, interrupting each other. I know other we keep going whole, over each other. I think there's like, like a slight lag today. No, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think usually there's not like a lag, so we mm-hmm. can go off usually very well. But yeah, okay. apologies to our listeners. I've just been out <laughs> and about, so my microphone is not here. But I promise you, in the next episode, <laughs> I will come through with that audio quality. It's all good. Yeah. Um, I mean, we already touched on this one, but like just open communication. And being able to verbalize, like, you know, anything they're feeling. Um, But again, like, not in a way that makes them think they're better than you. I think, um, like, they're not just doing it to say that I'm a great communicator, you know. Mm -hmm. I think recently I've 
involved with a lot of, not a lot, but like there's been people who do things that are, you know, seemingly morally good, but more to just seem like they have good morals versus, oh, I'm actually doing this because I believe in it. And, you know, I care about whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that made any sense, but. No, it does. Yeah. It's like, are you doing it to save face and basically to show that you are a good person or are you actually a good person? Yeah. And it's like they, people like this always like stand on like a higher ground and are very vocal about like looking down upon other people mm-hmm. and they justify it by saying like, oh, it just doesn't align with my values. And like, mm-hmm. I get that things don't always have to align with your values and you're welcome to, you know, express yourself, but it really like irks me when it's in a way that they think they're above you yes definitely so a green flag would be the opposite of that (laughs) yes yes and I think you do it very well where you don't look down upon other people why thank you (laughs) yes our next point for green flags is that your partner is open to cultural differences and they're open to also learning about your culture I think Mm -hmm. they want to get to know where you're from and actually want to understand cultural differences because I think at times some partners might want to change their partner or Mm -hmm. question why they do certain things. I mean, there's so many examples I could give, but that's the general idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I think like, again just like talking about the stage we are in at in life like Mm -hmm. getting older in our relationships and thinking about you know like I think about family a lot like family means a lot to me and so I always imagine like what I want my family to look like and cultural awareness and openness is really big for me you know not just like cultural awareness of our own culture you know whatever it may be between me and my partner but also openness to learn outside of us you know like um open about learning about your community that you live in and stuff like that um is really big for me so yes definitely a green flag if they are open to learning mm-hmm. yeah um, um make sure <laughs> make sure that they are also polite that they yes. are honest and that they can be vulnerable around you that is definitely a green flag someone that can express mm-hmm. their emotions are aware of themselves and i think overall just has like high emotional eq yes for sure or is aware that maybe they don't have the highest emotional eq but are willing to work on it yes exactly yeah yeah um i think like another one that is maybe not as a green flag, but like attractive (laughs) is um, like overall confidence um, in themselves. I think like, even if it's not necessarily confidence in that, like they have no insecurities, I think um, ability to like carry themselves well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, again, like be vulnerable if there are those insecurities Um, and like, again, openness to talk about it versus like confidence versus cocky you know yeah yeah and I think confidence it leads into our next point which is that they're aware of their past Mm -hmm. trauma and a lot of insecurities can be built up from past trauma and it's really important that they can acknowledge it especially later on in their relationship when you start to have problems because when relationships get to a certain point when they're like a couple of years in that's when the past traumas will really start to creep up and cause arguments and clashes between partners and people who are who can recognize it and try to heal and grow individually outside of the relationship is very important because both people will have a lot of trauma and if one person can't recognize that they have that or are in constant denial that is a red flag unfortunately yeah for sure yeah no I totally agree I think it's like I think we're lucky that we live in this time because therapy and mental health is becoming much more 
much less stigmatized. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's organizations like Movember that help bring awareness to men's mental health um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that. Um, But yeah, definitely like the awareness of needing help and openness to getting that help um, is a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit, um, being proactive in reaching out, taking initiative to plan dates, um, having open lines of communication, like calling your text or even just saying like, Hey, I'm going to be busy for this amount of time. So I can't text. I um, just wanted to let you know. I think that's really important. I think, um, a big thing that causes tension in relationships is, again, like unspoken expectation, right? Um, You know, oh, they didn't reply to me in two hours. Like why? But it's oftentimes they're just busy with something else. So just taking that step to be like, hey, I'm going to be busy the whole day. I'm doing this or that. Um, I'll message you whenever I can see your messages. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially in an era of like social media and digital communication. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Our last one is just someone who can listen and someone who can support you no matter the circumstances, that's the biggest, biggest great flag. Make sure that person can stick with you through everything. And yes. even if they can't help you, they're your biggest supporter and they root for you and everything that you do. Mm-hmm. If someone starts doubting you, I mean, it's okay to doubt your partner, but if someone starts trying to put you down and doesn't let yeah. you achieve your goals, that's when that's a huge red flag. Yeah, definitely. And I think like another thing that I've learned to look for um, is like, how does your partner support you when you're at your worst? And what are the the language that they're saying? You know, like, Mm -hmm. of course, I don't expect everyone to just know everything about mental health and mental disorders and how to support them. Of course, that's impossible, right? But things like, you know, are they using like, you language are they placing like almost blame on you you know things like oh you'll get through it like you'll be able like you know stuff like that um I think kind of irks me a little bit and a green flag is when people are saying like oh we'll get through it together Mm -hmm. you know we'll we'll make it out of this or not even that because that means like oh this is a temporary thing and with a lot of mental health it's not temporary it's something that you just need to learn how to cope with and deal with healthily um but yeah just using like very inclusive language um things that really show you that they're there with you and for you not Mm -hmm. on the sidelines and you know waiting for you to get better um yeah yeah that's a big green flag for me Mm -hmm. so I think that wraps up our episode we didn't plan gratitude in advance but I think we should have that still yeah. Maybe come up with two things. I have my first mm-hmm. thing. I'm really grateful for the place that I am in my life. And I think that I'm starting to be more accepting of my situation and new opportunities are coming. So I'm really excited to see how that pans out. Yeah. Um, I can share my first thing that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for you know, the friends that I have here, um, you know, even though my birthday celebration was a lot smaller than what I've done in the past, like I still felt really special and, um, you know, I felt celebrated and I felt like it was an accomplishment to have made it this far, to make it to 23 and, you know, to be healthy and happy during this time. Mm -hmm. I think the next thing that I'm grateful for is that I get to go to Boston and that Yi Chen got me a ticket. Thank you so much. And I just get to see my friends and I'm so grateful yeah. that I still have friends to go visit. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I will say I am also grateful for, let's see, I'm grateful for I said this before, but like the opportunity I have to work on really cool things right now, Mm -hmm. um, it's really coming to like, you know, the turning point in my life where I'm considering my career and what I really want to do. And I've always wanted to make like a larger impact in my work. And I'm excited that even through my last few college 
projects, I'm starting to be able to do that. Um, and it's making me really excited for the possibility of the future and what my future career could look like. Yay. Yeah. Happy times. Yes. Everything's looking up. Yay. I hope it continues. Yes. So to our listeners, thank you for tuning into our podcast episode. We'd love to hear from you. So be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from. You can check us out on Instagram and TikTok at barelyadulting.pod. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.